0: alhamdulillah <laughs> Five so we continue with uh, the chapter of the Nawaqid Nawaqid al-Wudhu Nullifies of al wudu. Um... Where did we finish last week? I don't remember? So we... Uh, the, the matter of whether the meat of the camel breaks the wudu or not that's where we finished Uh, and so we continue now with the statement of our Mm sheikh that there are matters which uh, the scholars differed concerning them whether they are nullifiers or not so we're going to hear and then we're going to listen to the the sheikh and then uh, we'll listen to the translation.
1: وهناك أشياء اختلف العلماء فيها هل تنقذ الوضوء أو لا وهي مس الذكر ومس المرأة بشهوة وتغسيل المير والردة عن الإسلام فمن العلماء من قال إن كل واحد من هذه الأشياء إذا حصل الوضوء ومنهم من قال لا ينقذ والمسألة محل نظر واجتهاد لكن لو توضع من هذه الأشياء
0: there are some other issues on which scholars disagree whether they nullify ablution or not, such as touching one's penis, touching a woman lustfully, washing the body of a deceased person, and apostasy. Some scholars view that the, each of the above-mentioned matters causes the notification of ablution, while others maintain that it does not.
1: The issue is still controversial and subject to analogical deduction, yet to re ablution in such cases so as to avoid that jurisdiction disagreement will be better.
0: No. Uh, so, here now the Sheikh made mention of a number of matters that the scholars have differed concerning. From them, or the first from them, that the Sheikh mentioned, Masud Dakar. That is the uh, yeah, yeah, man, he touches his, his private part, touches his, his penis. Uh, the scholars differed whether this breaks the wudu or not. Now, now. So this is the first matter, matter that we look into. Uh, here, uh, the scholars they differed uh, concerning this into four, four opinions, four opinions. Uh, the first opinion. So now we're talking about whether touching the penis breaks the wudu or not. The first position is that yeah, it um, breaks the wudu with shahwa, with shahwa, with desire. Person that a male, if he touches his, his private part uh, with desire, then that breaks the wudu. So that rules out touching the the, the, the private part without desire. So they hold that if it's without desire, it doesn't break the wudu. But if it's with desire, it breaks the wudu. That's the position of Sheikh Al-Albani and likewise it is uh, uh it is mentioned that some of the malikiyah they held that position likewise some of the Hanabila, or it's a rewire going back and, uh, 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 a narration or a chain going back to the Hanabila, the hambali madhab and likewise uh, Sheikh Islam ibn Taymiyyah naam uh, has been mentioned in some of his books that that, uh, uh, that was a position that he held so this is the first Position. The second position is عَدَمْ Wudu min مِنْ مَنْ مُطْلَقًا يعني um, that it doesn't necessitate having to make wudu, it doesn't break your wudu you. مُطْلَقًا يعني whether that is from desire or without desire يعني it doesn't break your wudu you at all doesn't break your wudu you at all so that's the second position, position of uh, the Hanafiya position of the Hanafis. Uh, uh, likewise, it has been mentioned as the position of Sufyan al-Thawri uh, and Ibn, Ibn al-Mubarak. Now, so that's the second position. The third position is wujub uh, al Wudu min So, who can, who can tell me what that position is, and if you've understood that in Arabic? Hmm? وجوب الوضوء من الذكر مطلقا It's obligatory to make the wudu, the obligation of wudu is there من الذكر مطلقا regardless of whether it's from desire or without desire it is obligatory as soon as you يعني, touch your, your private area, your penis, then uh, it breaks the wudu, and you must make wudu, يعني, if, you, if you want to pray. Now, this is uh, the position of Aisha, عنها, uh, and it is that which is more well known as being from the Madhab of the Malikiyah, the Shafi'iyah. And likewise, it is the most, uh, يعني, more recognized uh, position of the Hanabila, of the Hanabilah. And it is more from them, more well known that this was the position of the Hanabila. And uh, likewise Ibn Hazm. Likewise Ibn Hazm. the fourth the fourth position is can anyone guess it? Just a guess. al uh, wudu. That it is yani, recommended. Recommended to make the wudu when a uh, uh, man touches his penis. Uh, this is the position of, or a going back to the Hanabilah, uh, an opinion uh, which goes back to the Hanabilah, the Madhab. So, who can summarize for, for us very quickly those four positions? First? Okay. What does he do? Okay. So without, yeah. yeah, yeah, With desire, breaks the wudu. Without, doesn't break the wudu. That's the first position. The second? Doesn't break the wudu with or without desire. Third? Breaks it with or without desire. Good. And the fourth? It's it's recommended that you make wudu. Now? Recommended with or without
1: desire
0: with or without now so uh, we come to the proofs used by uh, each uh, group of scholars or for each position the first group those who said that it is obligatory to make wudu if you touch your (coughs) penis uh, from desire Um, they used the hadith of busrah um, wherein Wherein uh, the messenger of Allah he said idha أَحَدُكُمْ ذَكَرَ if one of you touches his penis then let him make wudu إِذَا ahadukum if one of you touches his penis then let him make wudu now so this hadith would would tell us what what does it inform us of indicates that so yeah it's, it, it's just a general hadith يعني, if you happen to touch your your um your, your penis then you, you have to make the wudu <coughs> so we use this and the hadith of talq bin ali عنه, that he said the messenger Allah sallam, said yeah and it uh it was mentioned that a man came and asked him about whether touching uh, the private part, whether it breaks the wudu, the Messenger mm-hmm. responded and he said Wahal huwa illa min, uh, mink. Or, uh, mink, as it's common, likewise. Um, is it, what is it except a piece, yani, uh, flesh or uh, yani an, an organ from your organs? What is it except a piece of you? Yani? Meaning that you don't have to make wudu, it's just yani, a piece of, of your own body. And so these are the two uh, evidences that they use. So, this group of scholars, they sought to combine between both of these narrations. um, And they took the hadith of Talq bin Ali, the latter hadith, where the Prophet said that, what is it except peace of you? To mean that, um, if you don't touch it with desire. Yeah, and if you happen to touch your penis, it's nothing but a piece of, of you, and yeah, you've done so without desire. Um, as for the first hadith, the hadith of Busra, that is, yeah, that uh, if you touch your, if one of you touches his penis with desire, then let him make the wudu. They carry that hadith to, 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 to have that meaning. So they combined between both of them, and they said that whoever touches his penis with desire, then he has to make wudu as for the one who doesn't (coughs) then it is only a piece of him and he doesn't need to make the wudu the second position which is (coughs) they said that regardless whether it's due to desire or without desire that there is no wudu you don't have to make wudu they use the hadith of Taq Talb Ali. They use the hadith of bin Ali, the hadith that we just mentioned. And Prophet them said, that what is it except a piece of you? Um, they use that. And likewise, a number of uh, other athar going back to the Sahaba, uh, in particular uh, from al Hassan that he uh, mentioned from five of the companions of the Messenger of Allah from Ali bin Abi Talib, from Ibn Mas'ud, Budhaifa, and Imran ibn Husayn, uh, and another from, from, this, uh, from the Companions, uh, that they said, يعني, um, uh, that يعني, I don't care, I don't care that يعني, I touch my, my private, um, يعني, uh, meaning that I don't care, that it doesn't break the wudu, it's not something that I care about, that it breaks the wudu. Um, so this is uh, the uh, evidence, these are the evidences used by the second group. The third group, those who say that it is obligatory to make the wudu, mutlaqa. Uh, whether it's with desire or without desire, it's obligatory. And they use the hadith of Basra. Now, the hadith of Basra, um, the hadith that we mentioned uh, at the beginning, uh, that whoever, the Messenger of Allah said, that whoever touches his private part, then let him make the wudu. They use this. And likewise hadith of Jabir bin Abdullah, uh either whoever uh, touches his private part, let him, or upon him, is the wudu Likewise hadith of Abu Hurairah Man Afba B yedi illa dakhare, ley said. Whoever touches uh, his, his 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 penis and there is no yeah, any um, screen or barrier uh, between his hand and his and his and his penis, then, يعني uh, his obligatory upon him to make wudu. Now, these are the proofs used by the third group. Now, the uh, fourth group, the fourth group of scholars will say that it is uh, recommended, only recommended, not wajib, but only recommended uh, to make the wudu. They use again the Hadith of Busra, uh, and likewise the Hadith of Talq Ali. And so, yeah, they um, gathered between both of the narrations similar to the first group of scholars. They gathered between both of them. Um, however, they said that even with shahwah, how they differ with the first group is they say even with shahwah, it is recommended, not obligatory. Recommended. Na'am. And um, that is uh, due to them saying that, as is well known, in those matters in fiqh where um, you could understand, and um, you would normally understand that it's obligatory to, to do a particular action. However, you have another evidence showing that it's not obligatory. So then they say that that shows to us that it's, it's something that is highly recommended. It's not possible that the Messenger of Allah do an action would do an action, make mention of something being obligatory but then him not do it for example so that will show to us that Yani it becomes something that is highly recommended or the fact that messenger yani, um, uh, like, like in this example yeah yani, um, command uh, that a person makes the wudu command that a person makes a wudu if he touches his private part but then when the man asked about his private part. If he teaches the for then when he said that he said to him, "What is it except a part of you?" It's not possible that we have these two contradictory or apparently contradictory evidences. These two statements. It's not possible that this could happen. whilst it's obligatory? Why obligatory? So they say that the way in how we we make both the evidences applicable. And, and and so as to not fall into, uh, yeah, putting one evidence into play, and rejecting the other, the way in how we do this is that we combine between both of them. And how we combine is that we say that it is recommended, recommended. Now, so this these are the evidences. Uh, Sheikh Ibn Baz, uh, from the present called Sheikh Ibn Baz, uh, he said that yeah, and, um, it um, uh, yeah, and, uh, it breaks the wudu mutlaqan it breaks the wudu um uh, that's position Sheikh Abdul Aziz bin Baz uh Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen he held that يعني it doesn't it doesn't uh, break the wudu uh, even even uh, with shahwa even shahwa doesn't break the wudu with shahwa إلا إذا خرج شيء Unless yeah, something was to come out from him, yeah, if, if he was to ejaculate or yeah, and, uh, something was to come out from him. Only in that situation. So Sheikh says that yeah, and, uh, uh, the, the stronger position, according to him, is that it doesn't break the wudu, touching the private part, even if it's with desire, doesn't break the wudu unless something comes out. And we already said that the, the position of uh, Sheikh bani is, mother. <laughs> yeah, the Shaykh, he held that, Allah, that it doesn't break the wudu if it's not with desire, but if it's with desire, <coughs> it breaks the wudu. And so,
1: now, for <coughs> so the second position, hmm? where they say that it, it doesn't oblig- it, it's not obligatory, no. no. is that similar to the fourth position? Because would they not still say that it's mustahab anyway, or do they say that it's not even mustahab?
0: Uh, I mean, uh, it seems similar. It seems similar. Wallahu um, Because, I mean, we made mention of those who hold this position. We made mention of them. But, uh, as for whether they say that, yani, yes. yani if you pose the question, okay, you're saying it's not wajib. We understand that. But, do you not say that it's at least recommended? Whether yani, they make mention of that uh, within their madahib, then Wallahu alam, Wallahu Sometimes you find some positions which are similar and you, know, you may come across uh, those who categorize you know, the, the statements and they may place the fourth position and the, and the, it the third, second. the second, you know, into uh, one statement, into one statement. It's possible, it's possible that they hold that you know, it's not obligatory, but you know, they say it's um, you know, and you know, we can see even from Sheikh Salaf Ozan, he mentioned here that there's khilaf in this matter and the other matters. Um and uh Yani um the Sheikh mentioned ashaujaminhilaflaqana A person if he was to make the wudu in order to get out this khilaf and this difference of opinion, um then it is better. Now. Uh, the second matter that the sheikh mentioned was Masul Marra Bishahwa. Masul Mara Bishahwa. Now um, and so here, here, again, as we already know from, from the very beginning of what the Sheikh mentioned, العلماء فيها. The scholars differed in it. Uh, so from them, those who said that uh, it breaks the wudu, from them, those who said it, it doesn't break the wudu. Um, now, and so, the uh, evidence used, or well, there's two positions here, those who say that it, it, it breaks the wudu, and those who say it doesn't break the wudu. The majority hold that it, it doesn't break the wudu. It doesn't break the wudu. Um, the evidence that is cited, the evidence that is cited for the, يعني, for both groups, is where Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentions in the in the ayah of يعني, uh, the ayat of wudu, la mas la nisa. والله صلى الله mentions وسلم also عصا uh, أو لا مصطن النساء فلم تجدوا ما أن في uh, تيمم يعني ذ ذا um, يعني if if you um, لا مصطن النساء uh, those who held the the, the 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 position that touching the woman breaks the wudu they they interpreted this and they said that this means touching the woman لا مصطن Touching the woman because it comes from the word (coughs) lambs, lambs to touch. And the other group, the other group, they said this is the evidence for them saying that it is not uh, from the nullifies of wudu that you touch the woman because la mastum here means intercourse. So they say la mastum is intercourse. That when you have intercourse with a woman, that breaks the wudu, no doubt are necessitates also Now and so they say the second group those who say the majority those who say that it doesn't break the wudu touching the woman simply touching it doesn't break the wudu they say la Mustum al is having intercourse with the woman and they use the tafsir of Abdullah ibn Abbas who clearly يعني, uh, made tafsir of this uh, and said that la mustum here is referring to al jima al Yani yeah, intercourse with the woman As for mere lambs Even if that's with shahwa, Even if that's with shahwa, So long as nothing comes out Then that doesn't break wudu Because they also use as proof What? Something that the messenger of Allah would do He would kiss his wives he would kiss, he would kiss his wives and go and pray And he wouldn't make wudu So touching the woman Doesn't break the wudu and that is uh, again the position of Sheikh Abdul Aziz bin Baz uh, Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen Sheikh Al Albani Rahimahum Allah have mercy Naam. إلا إذا منه شيء as we, as we said similar to what Sheikh Uthaymeen mentioned before uh, Unless something comes out uh, there it would necessitate that he makes the wudu. Naam. Taim. and then the Sheikh mentioned uh, وتخصيل الميت. وتخصيل الميت. what is this? washing Wash the dead washing the dead Now, uh, again uh, the majority of scholars they hold that it doesn't break the wudu it doesn't break the wudu so Sheikh Abdulaziz Mbaz likewise a fact of going back to the legend of daima the committee of major scholars they said that it doesn't break the wudu uh, unless if he was to touch the aura of the deceased to touch the awrah of the deceased, this is what Shaykh Abdul Aziz Ibn Baz he said. If he touches the aura, the private area of um, the man or the deceased, um, then it breaks the wudu. Sheikh Ibn Athamin, he said that it doesn't break the wudu. He said because it requires a dalil it requires a proof, which there is no proof for. Now, nah. um, as for those who say that it breaks the wudu, al الميت. Uh, there are some ahadith that that they mention Uh, however um, uh, many of the scholars they mention that those ahadith are not authentic they're not authentic Uh, however there are a number of them number of weak narrations which shaykh albani uh, (coughs) uh, he declared them as being uh, that which would raise its status by way of its authenticity um, and raise it to a level where those hadith would be accepted and so يعني, um, uh, making the shaykh he held shaykh al he held that uh, it is recommended recommended that a person after uh, washing the deceased that he يعني, makes the wudu now uh, um, what is that apostasy from islam apostasy uh, the majority of scholars hold that apostasy does not break the wudu. Now, and again, they they, say, they, they they cite the fact that there is no clear evidence. There is no evidence uh, that, that this is a nullifier from the nullifiers of wudu. And if you're going to say that something nullifies wudu, it requires a clear proof because the origin is. A person, if he makes the then that tahara remains up top. yeah, it is removed. And the principle tells us that you can move. We're going to see here. The Sheikh is going to mention, yeah, that la uh, yazul That certainty is not removed with doubt. The origin: if a person makes the he's certain of that. Yeah, um, if he performs a nullifier or if he carries out that which nullifies the wudu and that nullifier is a certain nullifier then it breaks the wudu however if you're going to say that this breaks the wudu that breaks the wudu there's no clear evidence then we go back to the origin and that is that he has Bahara naam and so uh, there is no proof there those who say that it breaks uh, that, that ridda apostasy breaks the wudu they use the saying of Allah SWT وَمَا يَرْتَدِدْ مِنْكُمْ عَنْ دِينِ فَيَمُتْوَهُ وَكَافِرُ the ayah of ridda. Allah SWT mentions وَمَا يَرْتَدِدْ مِنْكُمْ وَمَا يَرْتَدِدْ مِنْكُمْ يعني whoever apostatizes from you whoever from amongst you apostasizes فَيَا مُتْ وَهُوَ كَافِر and he dies whilst being a kafir whilst being a state of apostasy فَأُولَٰئِكَ حَبِطَتْ أَعْمَالِهُمْ فِي الدُّنْيَ وَالْآخِرَ so they are the ones who, whose actions are nullified in this life or in the next life أَوْلَٰئِكَ أَسْحَبُوا النَّارِ هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ they are the companions of fire Na'am. Um, they will abide therein. Na'am. So they use this to say, look, apostasy nullifies the actions. They are those whose actions are nullified in this life and in the next life. And from the actions is wudu. From the actions, from the good actions, is al wudu. And so apostasy nullifies this is what they say. However, the people, the, the scholars of the, the other position, they say that that is with the condition of mawt fi وهو kafir. <laughs> uh, that is conditional on, yeah, conditional on him dying on apostasy, with, uh, in the state of apostasy. <coughs> That's for apostasy itself. If a person wants to and then, yeah, and he, let's say he made wudu, apostatized, left Islam, and let's say within the same day, they didn't break the wudu, you might think, yeah, is this going to happen? But let's just say person makes wudu in the morning, then apostatizes, decides, I'm leaving Islam, or yeah, he maybe he commits a, a, an action of apostasy, leaves Islam, and then in the same day, comes back to Islam and now wants to pray with that same wudu that he made in the morning before his apostasy? Hmm? According to the majority, that does not mean that his wudu is broken. However, this verse that the uh, first group of scholars hold on to, they say that uh, that is conditional uh, uh, with death. with death. Now, as for if, he... Apostles come back Then his actions Come back with him the scholars They discuss this it's a, It is a discussion That takes place With the scholars yani, The hajj that he made before Is it still valid Does he have to make hajj again And so on um, The stronger position Is that his actions Come back to him His actions Come back to him mm-hmm. uh, And the yani, side as a proof Is, is the uh, Hadith well One on hadith Hadith that is authentic Bukhari Where the messenger when he was asked about يعني, those actions that uh, the Sahaba they used to perform when not being Muslim and when they were mushrike, mushrikeen, the Prophet said that you have accepted Islam along with that which you did before, meaning the good actions they accepted from you. Now, uh, and so, Ridda uh, al Islam, the majority of scholars hold that يعني, uh, it is not a nullifier uh, of al wudu. Now, uh, فمن العلماء من قال إن كل واحد من هذه الأشياء الوضوء ومنهم من قال لا uh, محل So the Sheikh he mentions, يعني that there are those scholars, concerning these matters, uh, those who say that every single one of them breaks the wudu um, from them those who say that they don't break the wudu محل يعني the matter is a matter of That which requires looking into, requires ijtihad, striving to come to the correct ruling, and so on. However, if he was to uh, perform the wudu in order to get out of this difference of opinion and take the most cautious, in order for him to be cautious about uh, his wudu and so on, then the Sheikh mentions that this is ahsan. This is ahsan. It is better. (laughs) 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 نعم <laughs> 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 and now the sheikh um, he mentions now he says he says uh, <laughs> um, there remains an important matter an important matter
1: um, and the listen to the sheikh <speaking Spanish> الوضوء، لكن لو توضأ عنه خروجاً من الخلاف لكان أحسن. الثاني من النواقض زوال العقل، لكن لو توضأ من هذه الأشياء خروجاً من الخلاف لكان أحسن، لكان أحسن وأحبط. هذا، وقد بقيت مسألة مهمة تتعلق بهذا الموضوع. There
0: is still an important issue in this regard that should be clarified, namely the case when one is certain about the validity, the validity of one's ablution, then one suspects that any of the things nullifying ablution has taken place.
1: What should one do in this case?
0: Now, so the sheriff uh, is going to discuss the uh, matter of having doubt, doubt uh, when a person makes a wudu, whether he broke his wudu or not. but likewise, yani, uh, uh, I'm sure the sheriff is going to discuss it, if not, Yani will touch upon it, uh, whether a person is doubtful whether he made the wudu or not in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's possible that the person, yani, uh, yani, there's two different situations there we may mention of. First, the person makes his wudu, no doubt. Is sure about that, made his wudu, but he's not sure whether he broke his wudu or not. So that's a topic of discussion. Likewise, yani a person sure he broke his wudu, certain about that, but he's not sure whether he made the wudu or not after that. So both of those matters we'll discuss at just at the the time. Uh, yani maybe we'll suffice with that for, for this week. Uh, and we'll continue uh, with, uh, with that next week. Because it is a Mohim and all that, we'll try to look at other examples also where we can apply the principle, apply the rule that the Sheikh is going to bring. Um, we'll uh, discuss other matters. Question here uh, whether it breaks the rule or not, touching the private part with lust leading to ejaculation or not, is this impermissible in the first place? Yeah, and it falls under masturbation. Is it all under masturbation? Um, I'm not sure i understood that question.
1: The issue that mm. it, saying, it,
0: it only if yeah. no. it. why is it not? Yeah. no, I think I'm how understand this question is that if we're talking about uh, a person, his wudu breaks according to those who hold this position, his, his wudu breaks if he touches his private part with desire, then that whole. Point the whole point of him touching his private part with desire must mean that he's masturbating. Right? I think, I huh? think, right? Is that what you understand? That? I think it's, if they Does masturbate Does he fall under this? if they masturbated? Then is if, if he mean, masturbated and he ejaculated, then no doubt he has to make wudu. He has to make whistle actually. He has to make whusso. has to make, has to make, has to make, has to make um But yeah, any whether he touched his private part or you know, yani, this is what I'm understanding from the from the I'm not sure if it's come from the brother side or sister side. From the sister side. yeah uh, yani, without ejaculation but having touched his private part with, with, with desire. I mean it's maybe it's, it's possible it's possible that a person may happen to touch his private area without masturbating, but it may be that Yani he's um Yani uh, making making whussaul or something and Yani he 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 um, yeah yani, he happens to touch his, his private area And he's he's in a state of him being aroused and so on. However, he doesn't intend. He doesn't intend masturbation and so on. Maybe he just happened to touch uh, his his area, not uh, for a duration of time, but just happened to touch it. See, now here, this would fall under him touching his private area with desire, with desire. However, um, again, that is connected to the differences of opinion that we mentioned. person would have to look at the evidences uh, and, and those positions that we mentioned um, and decide for himself what is the stronger position. Uh, as for masturbation itself, the majority of the scholars, they hold that it is haram. They hold that it is haram. There are very few from them, uh, Imam Shauqani who had who wrote a particular uh, treatise on this, a whole treatise on this, where he mentioned that masturbation is not uh, haram. However, the majority of scholars hold that it, it is. is. Sheikh Muqbil Rahimudah, he then refuted Imam al-Shawkani on that mas'ala, another result that he wrote. Um, that is what I understand from this question. No.